Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you. We just worship you. We just invite your presence, Father God, that you can be with us, Father, as we share your word, Father God, let it be you and not us, Father God, and I thank you for what you're doing in all our lives, and I thank you for your compassion and your mercy towards us, Father, and Father, we just want to praise you this morning and give you all the glory, we give you all the honor, in Jesus' name, amen and amen, all right, all right, stretch if you need to, and my handsome son will be reading this morning. All right, good morning, everyone. Um, Exodus 10, and I am reading from the New King James Version. Now the Lord said to Moses, go into Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the hearts of his servants, that I may show these signs of mine before him, and that you may tell in the hearing of your son and your son's son the mighty things I have done in Egypt, and my signs which I have done among them, that you may know that I am the Lord. So Moses and Aaron came into Pharaoh and said to him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, how long will you refuse to humble yourself before me? Let my people go that they may serve me, or else if you refuse to let my people go, behold, tomorrow I will bring locusts into your territory, and they shall cover the face of the earth so that no one will be able to see the earth, and they shall eat the residue of what is left, which remains to you from the hail, and they shall eat every tree which grows up for you out of the field. They shall fill your houses, the houses of all your servants, and the houses of all of the Egyptians which neither your fathers nor your father's fathers have seen since the day that they were on this earth to this day. And he turned and went out from Pharaoh. The Pharaoh's servant said to him, how long shall this man be a snare to us? Let the men go that they may serve the Lord their God. Do you not know that Egypt is destroyed? So Moses and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh and he said, go serve the Lord your God. Who are the ones that are going? And Moses said, we will go with our young and our old, with our sons and our daughters, with our flocks and our herds, we will go. For we must hold a feast to the Lord. Then he said to them, the Lord had better be with you when I let you and your little ones go. Beware, for evil was ahead of you. Not so. Go now, you who are men, and serve the Lord, for that is what you desired. And they were driven out from Pharaoh's presence. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the land of Egypt for the locusts. That they may come upon the land of Egypt and eat every herb of the land, all that the hail has left. So Moses stretched out his rod over the land of Egypt, and the Lord brought an east wind on the land all that day and all that night. When it was morning, the east wind brought the locusts, and the locusts went up over all the land of Egypt and rested on all the territory of Egypt. They were very severe. Previously, there had been no such locusts as they, nor shall there be such after them, for they covered the face of the whole earth. So the land was darkened, and they ate every herb of the land and all the fruit of the trees which the hail had left. So there remained nothing green on the trees or on the plants of the field throughout all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh called for Moses and Aaron in haste and said, I have sinned against your Lord your God and against you. Now, therefore, please forgive my sin only this once and entreat the Lord your God that he may take away from me this death only. So he went out from Pharaoh and entreated the Lord. 
the Lord turned a very strong east wind, which took the locusts away and blew them into the Red Sea. There remained not one locust in all the territory of Egypt, but the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he did not let the children of Israel go. Verse 21. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, darkness which may even be felt. So Moses stretched out his hand toward heaven, and there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. They did not see one another, nor did anyone rise from his place for three days, but all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Then Pharaoh called to Moses and said, Go, serve the Lord, only let your flocks and your herds be kept back. Let your little ones also go with you. But Moses said, You must also give us sacrifices and burnt offerings, that we may sacrifice the Lord our God. Our livestock shall also, also shall go with us, not a hoof shall be left behind, for we must take some of them to serve the Lord our God. And even we do not know with what we must serve the Lord until we arrive there. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not let them go. Then Pharaoh said to him, Get away from me. Take heed to yourself and see my face no more. For in the day you see my face, you shall die. So Moses said, You have spoken well. I will never see your face again. Amen. 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 And stretch it out a little bit. You know, some of us kind of stretch a little bit extra this morning because I am tired. I am tired. It was a long day yesterday. A muggle day was happening in Cumberland County. The ladies were having a blast. They were all over the place. And guess what? They were all dancing in front of the church with the music going on. And I was just surprised. Said, what are these girls doing out there? And they were riding the, the what do you call the bull and all that, the lines that were cheering. They had a blast. But along with that, we had a lot of work to, to be done in Cumberland County yesterday. And I wanted just to thank all those involved in staying with us and helping us out. We were there pretty late to about 10.30 last night, you know, packing up some stuff. So all those that were working side by side with me and all those there, thank you so much. And if it looked like I was losing it a little bit, guess what? It was a long day and we were all tired and we all wanted to get home. But we got the job done. And I want to, have to thank personally all you guys. All right. Now let's get into the word Exodus 10. And this is going into the, the eighth plague of the locusts. But you know, and, and it, it starts off, it says, Now the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh, for I have heart in his heart and the heart of his servant, that I may show these signs of mine. But you know, you know, when you look at the word hardened and when you look at the, the Lord hardened, Pharaoh's heart was already hardened. You know, but the Lord was allowing it to continue. You know, he was going to allow it to continue because he was going to benefit the end. He was going to benefit that God was now going to show. And I'm going to use your heart and heart. I'm going to use your heart and heart to show my power, to show who I am. Because he was never going to change Pharaoh's heart because, you know, he, he's, he's a respecter of all of us. You know, so he doesn't allow us. You know, he's not going to do anything to cause us to sin or anything. So, so Pharaoh was already there. The Lord was just allowing it. He was allowing it to, to, to extend a little bit. Because why? Because he was going to use it for his benefit. You know, so he says that I will show you my power, my power. And he says in, in verse two, and that you may tell in the, in the hearing of your, for your sons and your son's sons that they may be uh, remember, you know, this word of remember, you know, he wants us to remember what he has done for us. 
Now, come on. How many times has the Lord showed up for you? How many times has the Lord has blessed you? How many times has the Lord opened up a door for you? How many times, you know, and we have to, we have to remember those things that the Lord has done. And that's what it's all about. Because when we remember the blessings of God, when we remember uh, the, how good he is to us, when situations rise up and we start thinking about that and we start remembering all that, that just stirs our faith up. And when, we, when our faith gets stirred up, we get stirred up and then we become overcomers. You know, because we can only overcome the enemy, you know, by the word of God and by what God has done for us. So therefore, he was telling them, you got to remember these things, but not only you to remember, but your sons to remember and your son's sons to remember. And I remember, I see it, there you go. I remember, I remember my grandparents, uh, my mom, my grandma, um, and um, they used to teach us, and, and especially with some of my aunts in the back in the old days, you know, Bible verses, and they used to pray with you when you went to bed at night, you know, and they will always tell, every time you see them, you always have to approach them, and they were always giving you scripture, they were always telling you, remember the word of the Lord, remember this, and I, and I do remember when I'm growing up, every single time I was going through a, a difficult situation, I remember scripture came up to me, you know, about what my grandmother taught me, you know, and then I try to do the same thing, uh, with my with my sons and, and and pass on the word and pass on the teachings of God. But those words that I would, that I would taught to me, that I remember in crisis, you know. And when I and I remember when I was living in Brooklyn, New York, and I used to go to school and I used to get chased all the time. And 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 I remember just remember Psalms Psalms twenty three. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. You know, the Lord is going to protect me. The Lord is with me. And when I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, and for me, that was reality. That was reality because I had I lived in fear because I don't know who, what was going to happen. But I remember going, going to school and saying those words. I remember being chased, saying those words. You know, I remember being mugged and saying those words. And those words come for me. And that, and you know, and as they come for me, they kept me. And as they kept me, they kept me from joining the gangs. They kept me from doing the wrong thing. Why? Because I remember. And that's why it's important that we remember the word of God and that we don't forget the benefits. We don't forget what he already has done. And we don't forget what he says in his word that he's going to do for us and that he is doing. So we have to be grateful and we have to be thankful because the Lord here is saying, I'm going to show you great things. I'm going to show you great things that they will remember. So this morning, are you remembering what God has done for you? Are we being thankful for what he already has done? Because when we praise him for what he already has done, it's going to strengthen us for what we're going through. So this morning, you know, just keep your focus on the Lord. You know, because here, the Lord tells him, you know, Go to Pharaoh in verse three, you know, and, and, and tell him, you know, these things is going to happen or else this locust is going to come or else, you know, do you know, don't stop uh, closing your eyes and closing your ears to me and hear the word of the Lord, hear the word of the Lord, you know, and, and he and says, and, and that they will, that they will cover in verse five, uh, the face of the earth. So this locust is not going to be a small thing. It was going to be a huge thing. You know, he said it will cover the face of the earth, you know, so, and you got, you know, it's going to be like hell coming down and every tree which grows up 
you know, will be uh, in the field, they will devour, you know, they're gonna, and this is gonna happen. This is uh, all else, you know, and Pharaoh, you know, Pharaoh's heart was hard enough. Pharaoh didn't wanna listen. Pharaoh didn't wanna listen, but yet again, when we look at Exodus 8.15, he says, but when Pharaoh saw that, that there was relief, you know, when he went and went back in, in, in chapter eight, when there was relief, when, they, when, it, when the, the, the plague was over, he hardened his heart again and did not heed the word of the Lord. And also in, in Exodus 8.32, he says, Pharaoh hardened his heart at this time also, so he keeps doing it, and that was Pharaoh doing it, you know, at the, neither would he let the people go. So every single time, you know, the, a relief came. Every single time God was pulling back a little bit, you know, Pharaoh steps it up again another notch, you know, and he would not let them go. He, he, he just wanted to keep them in prisoners, wanted to keep them in bondage, you know, and, and we got to remember, you got to remember no matter what's going on, no matter what we're feeling, no matter who's saying what, we have to listen more to the word of the Lord. Don't listen to the circumstances. Don't listen to what is being broadcast out there. Don't listen to the uh, the news media. And you know what? I can't stand watching the news, so I, I I try to avoid. I used to watch it all the all the time, but anymore, every time I I, I stop uh, start to listen, I see all the nonsense that they're saying. That they and I said I said I don't I don't need this. I don't need this. But we have to be vigilant. We have to understand the times that we're living in. That way we can pray correctly. That way we can come before the Lord correctly because, you know, we have to listen to his word, his word and what he is trying to tell us. It says, it says in verse eight, so Moses and Aaron were brought again to Pharaoh and he said to them, go serve the Lord your God, you know, and then he tells them, okay, who, who's going to go with you? And Moses said, we will go with our young, if our old. So Moses was saying with all of, all, all of our kids, all of our flocks, all of our herbs, with everything that we have. And Pharaoh tells him here in verse 10, and he said to them, the Lord had better be with you. So oh, well, he's threatening them. He's saying, he's saying, you know, you think you're going to go? Well, you got to make sure your God's going to be out there to protect you because Pharaoh himself, you know, he was ready to do something. You know, he can do something. He says, I, and when I let you and your little ones go, be aware of evil. It's ahead of you. So at this point, Pharaoh was giving them permission to go, for he argues who is going. He's arguing with, arguing with them. And Pharaoh speaks about evil. It's ahead of them. In other words, trouble is coming up your way if you continue to ignore me. In other words, they keep saying, you know, that, that we have to go and worship uh, to the Lord. And Pharaoh didn't want to hear that. Pharaoh wanted to keep them in bondage. And that's what the enemy does to us all the time. He wants to keep you from moving forward. He wants to keep us where we are at, you know, and we cannot stop where we are at because when we go through a, a difficult situation or hard situation, we need to learn something in that, in that time in, in, that we're in. We need to learn, well, what, 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 what am I going to learn from this? Because everything is a teachable moment. Everything is a teachable moment. So, you know, so we got to make sure that we learn what we have to learn and we move on. But we cannot allow circumstance to dictate to us how we feel. You know, do not allow your situation to, to clutter your vision, you know, but focus on the Lord. Focus on his blessing. Focus on his promises. Because, you know, Pharaoh was always 
double talking Moses. He was always saying, I'm going to do this. And then all of a sudden he changes his mind. All of a sudden he says, I'm going to do this. And he changes his mind. Isn't that like what we hear around us all the time? You know, the government says they're going to do this, but then they do this. You know, they said, we're not going to do this, but then they end up doing that. And, and that can get us to be upset and that can get us to get angry. But we got to make sure that we focus on the Lord and not at the pharaohs of this world, you know, and focus on his promises and remember, my brothers and sisters, what he has done for us. Remember when he has rescued us. Remember while we were going through a difficult situation how he was there. And, and, you know, and that's one of the things I learned in the military. You know, I remember being, being in Iraq and I remember being asleep, you know, and, 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 and it's, it's dark as all heck out there and I'm sleeping and the alarms go off. And once the alarms go off, you got to make sure that you follow the instruction and the, the instructions are you duck. You know, as soon as you hear the, the, the alarm go off, you got to take cover because that's the first thing you're going to hear, take cover, take cover, take cover because you know something is coming in. And I remember sleeping in that, in, in that bed and rolling over and into the floor and covering your head because you never know. It's not the time to stand up, it's the time to get down because if something's gonna come your way, it's probably gonna come through, through your head. So you gotta duck down. And I remember those times and, and all I'm doing is say, Lord, protect us, be with us, keep us, you know? And guess what? God kept us and God was with us. You know, especially when you hear that the missiles landed in another part of the base, you know, but none of them came near you, you know, and that's why we got to remember, you know, and we got to be thankful because when we remember how the goodness of the Lord, when we remember how many times he rescued us, when we remember how many times his hands were extended to us. You know, I remember one time that I was coming from school and I lived up in North Jersey, right near New York. And, and there was a bunch of guys all huddled up together. And to get to my the apartments that we lived in, I had to go through this crowd. And there was so many guys there. And I know they were doing drugs. And I know that they were just drinking. And guess what? I was just a kid. And I have to go through them. You know what? But then I remember, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. And you know what? And all of a sudden, the crowd almost like disperses, like a little opening. And I see like light coming through this opening and I can walk right through them, you know, and none of them touch me, you know. And I, and I was grateful and I was thankful to the Lord. See, I remember that time. I remember when he extended his arm and I remember when he protected me. I remember when I was in pain away already, another deployment, and I was hurting. And I had to lay my, my own hands upon myself. And, and I said, Lord, you know, I'm by myself here. I need your healing. I need your touch. And I touch myself and I pray. And, you know, and within hours of me praying, the pain went away. You know, just like it came upon me, the pain went away. I didn't have to go to no medics. I didn't have to do anything. I was able to go to work and I was able to come home. But you know what? And it was the Lord. The Lord is faithful and the Lord is true. And the Lord tells us to remember his word, to remember his promises to you. He has not forsaken us. He has not abandoned us. He has not let us go. He is there through all these plagues that, that Pharaoh went through in, in, in Egypt. You know, he brought it upon himself. 
Why? Because he was stubborn. He didn't want to listen. He didn't want to hear. Even after all these signs that, that were before him, that he had no control of, that he had to go to Moses and says, go to your God. Pray that this will be relief. Pray that this will go away. Because, you know, for a moment he recognizes. But then after it is, the Lord takes his hand away and, and brings restoration, guess what? He goes against and sin. You know, and that's how and that's how the enemy is. He just wants to keep us in bondage, keep us in sin. But God came up to give us life and life in abundance. And that's why the Lord is so good. The Lord is so good for us. You know, so that we got to remember that this locust, when it says here, this locust cover the earth, you know. But guess what? When after Moses went to the Lord and, and, and the Lord and he prayed to the Lord to remove them. Scripture says that not one locust remain in Egypt. Not one locust remain in Egypt. I mean, I thought about that. You know how bugs are? Bugs go all over the place. Even after you, you fumigate, even after you clean up, you're going to find them again. And he said, like, man, where are they coming from? You know, but it says, it, scripture says that not one locust remain in Egypt. And that, and, and that, that, that like blew me away. That, that's, in, that's in verse 19. It says, and the Lord turned a very strong wind that took the locusts away and blew them into the Red Sea. There remained not one locust in the territory of Egypt. Now, can you believe that? Because these locusts were all over the place, you know? And that's like the enemy comes. He's all over the place. The enemy wants to get into every crevice of your life. He wants to, to, to bring you heartache. He wants to bring you confusion. He wants to bring doubt. He wants to bring fear. But guess what? When our Heavenly Father shows up, guess what? When we pray to Him, when we lift up our hands and I say, Lord, I'm going to trust you in the middle of this storm that I cannot see beyond my sight. But Lord, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to hold on to you. He says that he will come and he will shine a light in your life. He will shine a light into the situation that all the darkness will be gone, that you'll be able to see clearly. And that's what God does. He comes in and makes a way. He comes in, just like I was saying earlier, when I was walking in, I saw that crowd of guys, you know, they were giants to me. I was only a little guy, a skin. I used to be skinny one time. Back in the day when I had hair, I was skinny at one time, okay? And, and so I was only one little, one little Puerto Rican guy, you know? And all these guys were huge. They, were, they, all, they all looked like football players. And I had to walk through them. And, and they're all suddenly there. I'm, I'm saying that Psalms 23, and it looks like there was an opening between all of them. And I saw light, and I was able to walk through. And that is for you guys, because if God is causing me to remember that this morning, God is saying that he is bringing light into your situation. Come on now. He's bringing light into your dark places. He's bringing light into that situation that you're in right now. And he says, I'm going to shine my light so that you can see my glory. And that is prophecy for somebody so that you guys can see my glory. Because, you know, we serve a powerful and mighty God. And we cannot say that, you know, we go through a storm and all of a sudden, where is God? Where is God? God is there. God is present. God's, the, word of the, the word of the Lord says that I will never leave you, nor forsake you, nor abandon you. You know, that he's closer than a brother. So he's right there by your side. And he's saying, I'm going to turn on the switch. I'm about to turn on the light into that dark place that you're in. And guess what? And I'm going to show you that I am with you, you know, and I'm going to show you that you are more than a conqueror through me. And that is what the Lord is telling us this morning. First of all, to remember who he is. 
to remember all the stuff that he has done for us, to remember, you know, and praise him and give him the glory, give him the honor. But he's saying, I'm shining a light this morning into that area that you're in. This morning, whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you know, whatever is hurting, surrender it to the Lord. And he says, I am right here. I want to take it from you. I want to bring relief. Because how many of us don't want relief? We all want relief. Especially when we're dealing with hard situations. And here, the people of Egypt were in a bad situation, situation that they wanted to go. They wanted to leave Egypt. But yet again, Pharaoh was holding them up. Yet again, Pharaoh was causing things to occur. But the Lord was with them. And the Lord was making a way. And we have to remember what it says in, in, in uh, verse 1. It says that I'm going to use this for my glory. I'm going to show signs. I'm going to show wonders for you. I'm going to show you what I can do so that you can remember. So whatever it is that we're facing this morning, our God is more than faithful. Our God is more than powerful to help you, to strengthen you, to guide you, to lift you up, to give you hope, to give you peace, to give you joy, to take away that burden from your heart, to make you pliable in his hands. And he says, now I got you. Let me see what I can do with you. So my brothers and sisters this morning, as we remember all these plagues, there's so many different plagues, but as we remember the mighty hand of God that is extended to you this morning, and he says, I got you. I got you, Maria. Got you, Valerie. You know, I got you, Joe. You know, I got you, Nick. I got it. I even got Duck, the old guy. I got Duck. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I got you. You know, you, 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 you're not too far from me that I cannot get you. I got you. And I'm going to consume you in my love. I'm going to embrace you in my peace. I'm going to give you my joy and my strength. And that's why, you know, I can praise God and I can thank God at all times. Even though like last night, I was losing it. Last night, I was tired. Last night, I was going, oh, what is this going to end? You know, and that's not about Amago now. That was all the packing that we were doing, you know. And, 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 and that's why I apologize earlier. If I, if, if I feel a little bit out of sorts yes, last night, but I was tired. But guess what? I do appreciate the family of Christ. I do appreciate all those that made an effort that came out and help us get that stuff done. And, and you know, but yet again, let us not forget what the Lord has done. Let us not forget what he has taken us from. Let us not forget, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the hand of God. If it wasn't for his mercy, if it wasn't for his compassion, if it wasn't for my grandma and my aunts always saying, pray, always saying, back in the day, that's the way we did it. Back in the day, you know, they'll, they'll take you, they'll take you right, go kneel down, just come, come and pray. And today, that'll, that, that'll, you don't see that a lot. But you know what? I remember, and that's what kept me, you know. And the best thing that we can do is be good examples for our sons and our daughters and our family and those around us. Whatever we're going through, God has the answer. Whatever we're going through, he's going to help us go through it. And that's why we have to remember scripture. We have to remember word. So when the situation rises up, we have something that we can use to counterattack 
what the enemy wants to. The enemy tells you something. I said it. Before, I said it last week. Whose report are you going to believe? Whose report are you going to believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. And the report of the law says that I am free. The report of the law says that I am healed. The report of the law says I am more than a conqueror. The report of the law says I am free. You know, while we do a, a freedom conference, you know. So this morning, I declare a blessing upon you. I declare the Lord's hand upon you and your situation. And I declare that you are being raised up for such a time as this. God is about to open up doors in your life. God is about to open up ministry in your life. The time to speak up is now. The time to move forward is now. And do not give up. We got to move forward. We cannot stay where we at. We cannot be complacent and we cannot be idle. Idle doesn't work. You got to have that gear on drive. Because why? Because we serve a powerful God. And all he's telling us to do is take that one step. Take that one step. You know, let's move forward. You know, getting ready to start, you know, connect groups and all that stuff. If you're not connected already, get connected. If you don't have a group and you want to start a group, you know, hey, we can still work it out. You know, we can still make it happen. But my, my brothers and sisters, please, please draw close to God and he will draw close to you. That's to you. And that's what scripture says. Draw close to me and I will draw close to you. And God wants to get closer to you. And God wants to show you things that you know nothing of. So again, I'm going to leave you. Remember what he already has done, give him the praise, give him the glory, give him the honor. The best is yet to come, my brothers and sisters. The best is yet to come, you know. So let us pray. I pray that you have a blessing weekend. I pray that the Lord will be true to you and show you different things. Heavenly Father, thank you for my brothers and sisters. I pray, oh Lord God, that they will remember what you already have done. And that they will give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Because you are faithful and you will always be. Thank you for answer prayer. Thank you for hearing their prayers. Thank you for lifting them up. Thank you for healing and restoration, Father. Thank you, Father God, because you are in control. Thank you, Father God, for, for touching Jace, Pastor Jason, Father God, and, and healing his body, Father God. Thank you for what you're doing in, in, in Cumberland County and EHT, Father, in Fusion Church. But not only us, Father, all the other churches around, Father God, that love you and serve you, Father. Because this is not about us. This is about you. It's about your kingdom come. You will be done on earth as it is in heaven, Father. So I pray for the corporate church, Father God, that you would just touch the ministers, Father God. Touch the pastors. Touch the leaders. Touch the people, Father. Let it be, Father God more union, Father God, within the different ministry, oh Lord God. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for answer prayer, Father, for my brothers and my sisters. I thank you for opening up doors. I thank you for healing. I thank you for restoration. I thank you for peace. I thank you for joy. I thank you for comfort. I thank you for gladness, Father. I thank you for your peace. And I ask all this, Father, in Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Have a blessed week. Keep your focus. Keep your focus. You know, the best is yet to come. Talk to you soon. God bless.